Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of Third Degree Burn. This is a special podcast that we've been in, uh, issuing. It's focusing on She-Hulk Attorney at Law, the miniseries that's airing on uh, Disney+. And we've come to the final episode, the ninth and final episode in the first season. And we're very, very excited with our panel of guests here. Uh, our usual panel is uh, pretty much all here. I'm going to say hello to John Hyatt. Hey there. And we have Tim Elliott. Hello. Chris, you. Um, Chris, are you there? Hello. And Brian, <laughs> you. Hey, how's it going? So we've got five of our <laughs> usual panelists here. Unfortunately, Fanola is not here. I'm so sorry that she's not here. Maybe she can add some comments later on. But uh, welcome, guys. Uh, are you as excited about this episode as I am? Yeah, it was fun. Okay, I'm going to rephrase that. I was just blown away because everybody's <laughs> predictions from the panel, everybody's yeah. predictions came true. So I won't. So there. Oh, by the way, there are going to be spoilers galore in this oh, episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no way to discuss this without spoiling the entire series and this episode in particular. So you've been warned right now. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But literally, Chris, uh, rather uh, Tim. You called it all the way through this season, all the way through every episode. You kept saying, I want her to do this. What did you want her to do? Yep. I want her to to uh, really break the fourth wall and have her talk directly to, I thought it'd be more like she would take it on set instead of she was treated more like she was a, a CGI character, but she breaks out of the, the Disney, uh, Disney uh, menu, Plus. the Disney yeah. Plus menu, which I don't know if that was if it's the same at everybody's, but that's what it looks like on my Apple TV. So I don't know if they yeah. take that. I wonder if they're all different. And same, same years. And yep. she basically approaches the the writing team, not the director and stuff. So and complains about the storyline about halfway through because it does kind of start to go off the rails. And she has a big long talk with uh, the people in the real world. I, I'm assuming those are all the real writers on the show. They were actively trained. Okay. Okay. Um, that was great. So you got you got I, your wish. I got I my was, wish. I wasn't sure that that was ever going to happen. I was <clears> skeptical. <throat> I was thinking, yeah, they're not going to do that. But they did. And I just thought that was really great when... Um, when the, the, the menu board came up and she popped through that and swung down into the the other menu oh, that, and then walked across the studio set. <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, and, and that's exactly, you know, what we've been waiting or hoping for. And uh, and yeah, that was awesome. Now, that studio set looked a lot like Miramax from James Town and Bob Strike Back. Chris and I just watched that recently. So I was, I was thinking of it. Yeah, I was, I was remembering that. Well, I was asking what was going on. Is this familiar that because I don't? Where does Disney have a studio? Do they have a studio in California? It's well, not yeah, there amongst Paramount and 20th Century Fox and Universal, is it? Uh, I don't, I don't know where their studios are. I'm sure yeah, they have them in California. I would assume so too, but I just yeah, it's yeah, not one. They don't give tours and stuff, so. Well. They could also rent other facilities. They might, yeah, it's true. They may be nestled in some other. Yeah, but you saw that 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 whole thing. They had the the seven dwarf statues yeah. up top, and then down on the ground, you have Walt and Mickey standing there. Now yeah. I think there's actual studios out there in Los Angeles. Well, unless they're attached to, maybe they're in Anaheim. Maybe they're attached to Disneyland somewhere. Because that, that where's the water tower that you know Wacko, Yakko, and Dot come out of? That's Hollywood. That's the Warner Brothers. Oh, that's uh, Warner Brothers. I'm sorry. I'm Warner Brothers, yeah. All mixed up. Yep. Yeah, because those are all did you notice, amongst themselves. Uh, uh, I was going to say, did you notice when she's in the conference room or the, the writer's room, on the back wall, there are all these multicolored uh, three-by-five cards that are stacked, and it shows uh, up at the top. It's like She-Hulk 107. She yeah, Hulk it's the episode. It's a story yeah. They're all 
how they've structured the, the episode with individual scenes that they've shuffled. They've done the same thing in Saturday Night Live in some of the episodes when they go to the dressing room. So you can see them on the back wall or something. Yeah, they get there was right. one. I didn't read any Did anybody read those cards? I, 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 read, I was able to read one, and it looked like it said, "Jen and Matt totally do it." <laughs> yes. So yeah, but well, that, what, that was hard to read. <laughs> well, what I want to know is, and they didn't really establish this. Was all right. She she breaks out of the menu. She breaks into another show, and suddenly she's on the the studio, and she finds the she held production office, and she goes in. And they go into the writing room, and they're all—they're kind of surprised to see her, but they're, nobody reacts like you're a fic, fictional character. What are you doing here? But on the back wall, there's a picture of Chris Evans as um, uh, Captain America. Yeah, he says I want you or whatever. So well, no, it's yeah. I want you to shred everything, um, <laughs> and they're all over the place. Well, there's another Hulk one too. No, but my point is, that was Chris Evans. So, obviously, in this world, this is the MCU uh, staff that are making Marvel movies. So, of course, Captain America would look like Chris Evans. Yeah. Right. Had they established in this fake real world that they are basing anything on Marvel Comics? So, does Marvel Comics exist? And that's what they're basing the films on. Because when you go, when she goes in to meet Kevin, who spoilers is a AI, it's supposed to be Kevin Feige, but it's a it's a big AI robot that programs everything. There are these podi uh, totems around the floor that look like they have actual Marvel comic covers on them. They look like spinner racks to me. Yeah, they were spinner yeah, racks. I think they're supposed to. So are we to take from that that Marvel comics? Like in Marvel Comics, Marvel Comics exists, and that's what they're basing the, you know, like in what Byrne did, that, you know, in his FFF run, he established that all his stories are based on real FF stories that he gets and then he adapts to his comic book. So now, in the MCU, does Marvel as a comic company exist? You, you got to look at it like this. Aside from the fact that it's something that we saw on TV, it's supposed to be this universe. But it's not actually. It's, it would be another universe altogether. But still, it's supposed to represent this universe to the viewer. Right. And so, yeah, it, it's all, as we know it, Chris Evans is Captain America, or was Captain America, now Sam Wilson is. And all that, and Marvel Comics and everything is going to exist just like it does here uh, to represent that. Now, if they change that, you know, it, it's then going to disassociate the viewer and former readers from the material. So they, they want to just sit there and say, no, no, this is the real world as you know it. Well, they'd be breaking the fourth wall like twice because you'd have to deal with the meta embed of Marvel being a real comic company. And then also yeah, but that'd be a, a fourth wall show. break inside of a fourth, fourth wall, wall break, break. Which, yeah. which Deadpool says is like 16 walls. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought it'd be nice if they walked if she when she walked into the the writer's room and she was complaining about her story, if somebody had said, Well, you know, like she would never do this in the uh the magazine or the comic book or she would or she would. Just to make a reference that we are pulling some of this stuff from and it'd be well, great if they could have name dropped John Byrne. They would never do it. But they right. say something like, oh, Burn would never do that. Something well, like that. Well, the closest thing you get was actually in the room. On the opposite wall from where those cards were was She-Hulk comics. And in the bottom right-hand corner, the last two comics were definitely from his She-Hulk run. One of them looked like one of the cover with uh, her face and Machismo. And then the other one, I think, was uh, issue 50. Mm -hmm. But it was really hard to tell because it, it just, you know, they didn't give really clear shots of it. Question, you can see the when, you watch, when you guys watch these things, do you freeze frame them, still frame them, and look at the background, or you just play it in real motion and let it fly? I, Not the first I time. Pause it. The the I mean, I gave this a second watch just so I could sit there and, and look around and see what I could see. Um, there's okay. a QR code that's actually in the episode. If you scan it, 
it gives you She-Hulk at you 50. Hmm. The one where she killed Burn. There was a, a, a QR code in every episode. Yeah, and it turns out, yeah, there's one in every episode. There's YouTube videos that'll tell you what those, those codes will do. They all bring you to comics. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good way to spread no idea. I oh, yeah, no, the cap, the cap sign, I'm sorry, it wasn't about shredding. It was, uh, Cap said, I want you to put down your <coughs> phone, uh, basically talking about the secrecy of everything that they're doing there. You mean you saw the NDA agreement that she was yeah. supposed to <laughs> sign? It, it's, uh, you know, I mean, because that place is, is tighter than uh, the tightest vault. Uh, the Pentagon. Well, they yeah. had a, on the other side, they had a Hulk uh, poster, and I think that said something about shredding. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was about him shredding. I did know on my second viewing that when she calls Bruce, what she's got him and his phone as he's known as Smug Hulk. <laughs> yes. yes. I got that. Okay, Chris, were you uh, were you pleased to see Daredevil again? Oh, very. She was. Always. He's ah. a pleasure to watch. I love Charlie Cox, and that was very happy. I was I was so very happy to see him again. That was an unusual, fast and furious ending they did, wasn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, in fact, I think if they had Vin Diesel in there, that would have been. It wouldn't have been out of place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All about family. <laughs> or some, uh, or some I, comment about that. Yeah. I, I do have my complaint about the episode, though. Uh oh. Here uh, we go. Uh, what did they do to my boy Scar? His hairline is worse than LeBron's. That's horrible. They did him atrociously. I'm sorry. We have a modern well, he's a, treater he's here. A he doesn't know what he's speaking about. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's I'm kidding. <laughs> As a result, he's I'm growing sorry. and his appearance is not finished yet. I, 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 okay. So they just forgot to put hair in? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was pulled back. I mean, he had like a man bun, but it was a low man bun. Okay, you he's know? not supposed to look like a Shaolin monk. <laughs> His, they sh okay, I can understand having him have a shirt on, him being smaller than Hulk, all that, you know. I can understand most of that, you know, even the way his face looked. But what they did to his hair is what bothers me the most. He's supposed to have long, luscious black hair. And yet, what happened? Well, you can't have him upstaging She-Hulk. Who has long, luscious black hair? Yeah. Hers is long, luscious, dark green hair. No, dark green. No, potato, potato. His should be that way, too, then. No, his is long, luscious black hair. Well, okay. <laughs> the, I did not read Planet Hulk. I came back after World War Hulk. That was a reading Planet Hulk. So I'm also the, out, of, out of the... I in the MCU, we are to assume that during... Sometime when he was on... It's a car, right? Sometimes we use a car battling for the Grandmaster, where we kind of meet him in Thor Ragnarok. At some point, and maybe it was one of those women that were kind of hanging around him when he was in the bath, he had a relationship with somebody and had this kid. Well, in Ragnarok, it established when he reverted back, he had no memory of how long he'd been the Hulk and all the stuff he was doing. So that means somebody had to approach smart hulk or professor hulk and say oh by the way you've got a kid so he really wouldn't know the kid at all because he had no memory of that time or i guess even during ragnarok he didn't know he had a, a child or do we assume this is something that's happened after ragnarok and when he went back or did he go so back I, to get the kid i i think it happened before he got to i mean i, I guess it, it would have to be from sakari because uh, there were two different sakari vessels there was the one that, that they stopped when she first got turned into the She-Hulk. And then, of course, there was the one that he took to go over there. I think he took one of those. Anyway, yeah. so, I mean, basically, it sounds like, you know, alimony request. And he had to sit there and go and do that. And then he decides to take joint custody. So, I, again, that could have been a whole episode of She-Hulk. Hold on, hold on. But there's, there's a big... Okay, I know there's a, a there, no, there's, story. There, no, there's got to be more behind this because the fact is we don't know how long Hulk, Hulk, Hulk was actually at Sakar. He says he was there for two to three years, but we know that Loki barely was a couple seconds ahead of Thor, and yet he was flashed three weeks ahead. Yeah, but he he wasn't aware that it was a Hulk though. 
He wasn't aware of it. Yeah, but the thing is, we don't know how old Hulk is compared to Banner now. And or how long... Because Scar looks at least my age. He looks... But like, yeah, remember the blip. Because if yeah. Scar didn't blip out, he would have been at least aged six to seven years. And maybe he matures quicker because of his Hulkness. Um, yeah, and there's there's that. So I, I mean, again, and alien species, you don't know how yeah. how quickly they yeah. age. Because I was like, why is this three year old so buff <laughs> watching it in the in the room? I mean, um, which would you prefer? You know, the the three year old that that matures quickly, or the fifty year old baby Yoda that takes forever to mature? <laughs> well, everyone likes baby Yoda. I know, but you know, because <laughs> he's got big eyes. Waiting for him to talk. Well, do we? Years. Let me ask okay. everybody here. Do we think that? I have kind of assumed that when they introduced She-Hulk, that if Mark Ruffalo didn't want to be in the films anymore, you know, he could continue to voice it. If they're just going to animate him, but if they're going to do like they've done with it, like they've done with Cap, and they're and kind of retire Hulk, then she would be the new Hulk, right? But I, I don't think are they so. going to use think... Scar for that? Well, you've got Young Avengers that they've been wanting to do. And Scar was part of Young Avengers, isn't he? No. No, that, yeah, that was, was Hulkling. No. Hulkling. Uh, I think... Uh, okay. but Scar's in, in uh, Hulk and Agents of Smash? Yeah. Yeah, he was in that. That's right. I remember the animated thing they had him in there, and I didn't know who he was. So I was surprised by that, but I knew he was called Scar. I, I showed like him that. that show as soon as we talked about A-Bomb, because he didn't know anything about the no, character, no. so... I just showed him a couple episodes of my, uh, you know, the best ones, and uh, he learned a little bit about them. It was uh, yeah. a bit interesting. Yeah. But uh, I'm still mad. I wanted to see Rick Jones and uh, all that happened, but still found I don't, it. I don't know going to get a Rick Jones unless they decide to do a Kree Scroll War, which that would be cool. Um, <laughs> Possible, yeah. He could have a cameo in the Marvels. Okay. Can I? Can I then I make him uh, Ricky Jones and uh, uh, gender swap him. What? Or Rachel Jones or something. <laughs> Brian, you, what? what do you want to say? Well, no, just a couple notes that I had. Um, first off, loved the uh, opening sequence, the throwback to the original Bill Bixby Hulk show. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. Oh my god! I yeah, sure had a whole episode like that. Yeah. Now they had a, a guy do the She-Hulk effect in this one. Uh, Devin. I'm trying to remember this guy's name. I had it written down. I thought, but um, but I mean, it was, it, it was a, a big muscle. But yeah, Devin Lewis was the the savage She-Hulk one that you saw doing all the smashing and everything at the beginning. Um, there was a throwback to issue one of the Savage She-Hulk comic, and that was when her father is using the water hose to uh, fight off the reporters. Mm -hmm. uh, Bruce Banner did that in Savage She-Hulk number one to fight off Trask. Um, no. you know, so he could save Jen, you know, and go in and give her the blood transfusion. Was this dude, like, weak toe? Weak water pressure? I don't know. I don't remember. It's it just a drought in California. Aren't you still guys yeah. under a drought, John? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. There's no question that. about that. Um, what else? Uh, uh, the uh, Kevin. Now, I, I don't know if, he, if you guys watch with subtitles on, but yeah, the so. subtitles spoiled the reveal of Kevin. Because when yes, they first it you saw the K dot E dot, you know, I mean, yeah. it was just like Modoc, And you're like, oh, that's where we're going, you know. Uh, he, the, Kevin, though, was actually, to me, a cross between Otto from Wally, -E, <laughs> and if any of you ever played the, the Valve game Portal, GLaDOS, which is the computer AI that you're working against and all the puzzles and everything that you're trying to, trying to resolve. That's, that's a really, really uh, interesting and um, close to being a perfect game, as you'll find out there. It's, and it's also too bad they didn't have uh, the voice of Hal. Hello, Jan. Well, you think Kevin Feige could have done, maybe he could have voiced it himself, but... They, don't, um, they didn't actually list who did the voice of, uh, of Kevin, because I was sitting there looking through that, trying to see 
Kevin did his own voice. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Kevin's Kevin, man. Yeah. Okay. I did like I, his. Uh, I thought like that maybe they were going for Modoc when I saw that pop up in the yeah. subtitles. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that where that's going? Well, they could have yeah. got Patton Oswald because I think he did the Modoc voice for the animated show, didn't he? Yeah. For Modoc. Yeah. yeah. But it was Kirk, just. It sounded completely generated, though. Yeah. It probably was. It was. A, <laughs> it was a. Or it was. I mean, it was heavily auto-tuned or something. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk, what did you think of the, uh, and I thought of you, his uh, his face was RGB camera lenses. Yes, they kept rotating. I yeah, caught that. And that's the that. colors you make, you know, it's RGB is what usually what makes up a television signal, I believe. Uh, at least the picture, yeah. that's uh, That was a nod to, t to television. I wondered if it was going to take other people out of it. Um, we don't rotate lenses like that anymore, but I saw it. Uh, Brian, I got one for you. Um, yeah. You have been saying that uh, the clues are all there, that Emil was in on it the whole way through. Uh, do you feel you were right? Do you think Emil was, or was he just an unwitting host? To he was, a, he was duped. He was duped, I, I believe. Yeah. He, yeah. Was duped? He, was, he was just there, because if you listen to his speech, he doesn't know that he's there as part of some yeah. um, nefarious plot against She-Hulk, he thinks he's there as some kind of empowering yeah. um, show. Yeah, he, did, he didn't know that he was there for the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Yeah, he thought he it, was just... Like the Little Rascals reference. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or actually, it, it, it almost sounded at points like Fight Club. Um, yeah. I mean, just all the things about them being disenchanted with the world, all, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was just a, a guy's group. I'm sorry, but these guys were so stupid. And what was the guy's name? Todd Phelps? Yeah, Todd Phelps. But I mean, they're representative of the internet mentality out there. Mm -hmm. uh, the ones that, like, like you know, this, uh, this actress, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, she was Hit Girl in uh, Kick Ass. And, you know, she's you know experienced a lot of bullying on the Internet just for a meme that was used off a of family guy, uh, you know, basically body shaming of her. And I mean, it's just what the Internet does. They they poke fun at that, which is just not regular or normal when most of them are not regular or normal. But it was a little you have to admit, that's a little bit of attacking the fans. It was attacking the oh, critics, absolutely. attacking the fans, which is a little, you know, it feels a little petty. I mean, that beats you. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 if you got to be able to take criticism. Now, yeah, there are people that will criticize stuff unjustly, but if there is honest criticism on something, you can't just immediately attack them and say, "Well, it's not made for you. You're the wrong person, or you're a this or that," and that's the reason why it's not. I didn't put out a bad product. It's you. It, and, well, and that was that was the thing, though. The the show itself basically said, okay, um, we're going to tell you what you're doing wrong, but we're also going to tell you what we're doing wrong. In that, you know, Jennifer came in and talked to, to Kevin and basically said, you know, what is going on with all this? And it kind of gave its little, well, the algorithms say we should do this and that and all that. And she's like, no, wouldn't it be better to just do it like this? I thought that uh, the, the whole thing was it was kind of justified in both sides, sitting there pointing at itself and saying, I'm doing this wrong, but you guys kind of are too. You well, need to I, she never seemed to take blame for her own show. She was kind of poking fun at the whole Marvel MCU saying, you guys are very formulaic, which is a, yep. uh, a criticism to get, but we're not going to do that. We're going to do that something different. But, and she kept looking at us and going, is this really what you want? She did this yeah. several times through the series. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she's just like, look, guys, I'm trying to make you happy. But at the same time, you got to let me be happy. Hmm. I, I, and I kind of like that. I, 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 I thought that was, that was rather interesting because she hasn't gotten to the point where she enjoys being She-Hulk yet. She's kind of starting to. And then well, she got that slapped. Was that was part of the point when they when they did the plea bargain that 
you know, we're going to let you out, but you have to, which, which seems odd because they released Abomination and he did much worse crimes. I mean, she did was she tore up a hotel room or a, a venue yeah. and scared people. But, and maybe some of it also from all the property damage from the Daredevil fight. But she, that's kind of what she, and she says in the show, this is kind of what I wanted. I didn't never wanted to be She-Hulk, but she was, to your point, she Brian, she was, she was kind of trying to integrate She-Hulk into her life. So, and I think there's a little more there of she's being forced to do this. So it was a little more current politics going on. Like, we're forcing you to do this. You don't have a choice. As opposed to, I get to make the choice whether I'm She-Hulk or not. You're making the choice for me. It, it kind of goes back to the title. Whose show is this? Yeah. Yeah. When I saw that title, I was like, oh, they may be going there. Um, well, I think it would have helped so, a little bit if they had done a little more of this extreme wall breaking, a little bit more throughout the series, because they did it. She just, her turning to the camera, that's really all they've done. And then suddenly they, the gloves are off and they really break it and just do some, and that might be a little jarring for, uh, there were people that were not expecting it to, to be that kind of meta, but what do you guys okay. think of, uh, Emil being broken out by Wong? You think that's, I mean, he, they kind of, he went through this whole se season, really just kind of wind up back where he was. Wong breaks him out. Is that for Thunderbolts? Or is yeah, he probably. They just... I wasn't surprised to see that scene at all. Um, I was a little bit surprised to see Wong being so complacent. But he, he, he also has been very flippant about Western laws and just, oh, I have to go now. So yeah. it, it worked for me. I, I was completely comfortable with it. Um, and you got to figure because I felt bad for Neil being sentenced to 10 years. You know, She-Hulk basically said, I want him to take responsibility for his actions, his choices, and get what's coming to him. And so, he, you know, the next scene, there he is being led away. And, you know, he's very complacent with it. And so I can't yeah, he almost seems He almost seems like he's mind controlled. She says, you sign this, you realize you're going back for 10 years. Or, or by the yeah. plot, yeah, the, the plot god, Kevin, or whatever, that's making these changes. Um, was I was tickled. I was thrilled to see them, you know, open up the wall at the end, the, the closed credit scene, and, and that he's he's away with Wong. I was fine with that. Thank God that obnoxious valley girl wasn't with Wong. I was so worried <laughs> she was. What's wrong with Madison? <laughs> with, with the why, but not where you think. Um, sorry. Well, we have some, yeah, some, yeah. Of the, some of the plots that don't undo, because, you know, she goes and talks to Kevin, and he's like, what would you want? And she goes, let's get rid of this, let's get rid of the, you know, what we didn't say was that the the plot with, uh, who was the guy that pretended to I? like her? Josh. Oh, Josh. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he didn't seduce her, but he, he pretended to like her to steal her blood, and Todd says, that's so I could take it and give myself Hulk powers and he injects himself. He becomes Hulk. And that's right when she kind of stops the show and she says, let's get away with that because that's not, you know, that's not a point. So they get rid of the blood plot. Does that mean I that, was frustrated by that? Does that mean at does the end? Yeah, no, at the end when it, when everything is kind of started up again, he never became the Hulk. Emil takes responsibility. They made it daylight. Does that mean that Josh did not steal her blood, or that? I mean, how far back does this retro retcon go? Yeah, like, just say why didn't they ret? And, or, yeah, did work. He just squirted the stuff in him, and nothing happened. And we didn't yeah. see Josh at the gathering either. He no. didn't show back up. I'm surprised. I thought we would have seen a cameo probably. by him. Well, he may come back season two or something if he, you know and, he may and mean, have to be done with him her doing that kind of reminds me uh in else when when uh burn decided oh you know what i can't remember what i was going to do with colossus's leg so exactly. i just erased it exactly. <laughs> fixed <Yeah>. it <laughs> you want to hear something else that happened to us that we did not realize we got rick rolled in the episode 
when she scrolls, I found this on IMDb in the trivia section. When she scrolls through her text messaging app, one of the messages is from Grant, and it reads, a full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. These are lyrics from Rick Ashley's song, Never Gonna Give You Up. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, we got it. Wow. <laughs> I miss that. Well, so how do you feel about uh, Todd uh, not not getting his comeuppance? Not, was he led away in in, uh, in chains? Was he? Yeah, he arrested? was. He was led away by the police. He was arrested. Yeah. Okay. So, do we assume then that he does not have superpowers? No, no. I, don't, I don't think he ever injected himself. Because I think if he did, if it didn't work, I think that's what I'm saying. I want to know did all of that. Maybe Josh never was able to get her blood. Maybe he didn't. Uh, didn't he also steal like some hair or sampler or something from her comb no, or brush? Maybe. Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, he admitted to everything, and people had video of it. Even Titania had video of it. So, she, well, maybe not. Maybe no. She smashed in later. Didn't that's right. Didn't she also make an? Yeah, she made an appearance. She came in yeah, after, so after everything started. Uh, another random so what, appearance. What came yeah, of her? I thought she would have retconned yeah. Titania out of there too, but she was there well, that, at the end. I mean, she was basically supporting She-Hulk at that point. Uh, was she? Was that her her point? Yeah, because she was coming in against the group. What she was, I didn't. Yeah. That wasn't. Are you absolutely? I sure? couldn't tell. I don't. Yeah, she's. I saw her coming against the group. I, I thought she just know. showed up, and that was a, a bridge too far. That's when Jen stopped everything. And said, "Wait a minute." And, it was and a little like the Wayne's the Wayne's World endings. Yeah. <laughs> At those, you know, he's like, "No, it can't happen that way," and they had the Scooby Doo ending or the super happy ending, whatever they call it. Um, I got to quibble about why, when the Hulk shows up, right before it gets stopped, why is the Abomination so much bigger than the Hulk? Are we assuming that Professor Hulk is not as big as his Savage Hulk form? Yeah, I, I think that's that's part of it. And then uh, Blonsky has continued to um, evolve. I mean, I, you know, he's got the ears and everything going on there. He's yeah. less bony. No, no, no major bony protrusions like he had it when he first showed up, and much more fish stick like. Yeah, <laughs> he's more lizard like. Yeah. yeah well, they no. and they fixed his toes because I think in the original one, he only, the original Abomination had two toes, and I ah. think in the first Hulk movie he only had two toes, and now he's got looks like he's got regular feet. Yeah, I, I mean, the whole design it looked like he in the first uh, Incredible Hulk he looked like an infant. Who had just been born, and now he looks like he's like a teenager who's eaten a little bit too much. <laughs> well, healthy. Well, and he must have the same go to the same tailor because his clothes shrank down when he shrank. His little white linen suit or whatever it was, that kind of tracksuit. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got all those women supporting him. So, speaking of costumes, did we ever see? Uh, she Hulk's battle costume that, that was being made for her. No, that yeah, was purple it. outfit. That yeah, little the, onesie. It's funny because yeah, the the image that we've been seeing in all the previews and everything that shows her landing, you know, I'd never wondered for a moment where that was, but you realize that that was actually the movie studio uh, around which they're doing that whole Marvel assembled thing. Yeah, and and. It, it, it's funny that that's that's the, where they they take the chance of showing you know the bits of it. Um, it's funny. Also, I noticed when she's leaving, you can actually hear like a special effects guy talking about making the first Infinity Gauntlet, the fake one from uh, Odin's chamber. So it it just like that interview is going on right then and there. It was just um, again another meta thing. That if you watch that uh, Marvel Assembled, you'll hear that actual interview. She did ask the age-old question. Well, What's that? Where's the X-Men? Oh, yeah. I love the look on her face right after she did that. She's like, where's the X-Men? And she kind of sticks her tongue out and looks at you a little bit with that thumbs up. <laughs> like, I've got you. Like, yeah. It, well, it's the... Jen did that. 
when she was talking to Kevin. Okay. Yeah, she does. She kind of looks at the camera and sticks her tongue out, but yeah, her, when <laughs> like, she's walking yeah. away and she says, "That's what I do." Hulk smashes things. I smash plot points plot and points. sometimes Daredevil. And she kind of <laughs> winks. <laughs> yeah. I do think. What do you think? Her saying, "Well, you know, uh, 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 what did she say? A woman's got to have needs." Or something needs, she looks yeah. at the camera. Yep. And then he says, yeah, we've been a bit light in that department or something like that. Well, it, it, Kevin also said when he said, uh, he said Marvel is known for making film something. He says, some better than worse, but I will leave that up to the internet. In other words, the internet gets to decide what is uh, good and what's bad. Well, the the critics are raving about the series, uh, it, it's getting a lot, of, and especially the finale is getting a lot of notice. So hopefully the the viewership will increase because it has been one of the lower viewed uh, shows they put out on on Disney Plus of the of the Marvel series. Uh, but I think that that's going to turn around. Now whether or not they get a second season, you heard them in that writers' room talking about a second season, the possibility of one. The saying is a dream sequence that I, I do not like that. I got to be honest. I really don't want a, a, a season two of these shows. I want a, a series just called Marvel team ups. And it's just episodes of characters and other characters teaming up. Well, something like that would be, would be really cool if they could have a, just a, a Marvel show that you don't know what's going to happen from week to week. Like kind of like what, what, what if did for us? Yeah. And I think you'd have to have it animated because if you have just random characters showing up mm -hmm. left and right, that's costumes and a lot of stuff you're going to build for just one character. Now, if it's animated, yeah. you can do whatever you want. So I think a, a, an animated Marvel team-up would be great, and it doesn't have to have a through-line character. It doesn't have to be Spider-Man or like two-in-one with the thing. Yeah, I, I did read yesterday that there is going to be a Marvel Zombies series. I know. It's only going to be four, four episodes, though. <clears throat> it's interesting, but I don't, don't want to watch it since uh, we saw what happened in the What If series, that Spider-Man is no longer there. Oh, man. And that disappointed me. Like, if he's there, if he shows up, then I'll watch. It's a what if. It's, it's, it it's does a, not matter to me, okay? Uh, okay, you can't get rid of Spider-Man. And expect me to still watch. Well, we, we've got three Spider-Men now, and we're about to get Spider-Gwen and Gwenpool and all that no, other fun no, stuff. So, no, we're not. Yes, we are. start on Spider-Gwen and all that. There are too many Spider-Men. There are too many. I would have been fine if it was just Miles Morales and maybe Ben Riley, but still. No, we don't need a Ben Riley. We don't need a clone saga. Hopefully they <laughs> learn their, their, their... I mean... We've gotten the Clone Saga three times now. Two times in the comic books, and then the Nicholas Hammond Clone Saga uh, from the late 70s Spider-Man TV series. I don't know if you guys remember that. And I don't know at all. Anything wrong with Spider-Man 2099. Oh, well. Yeah. I, yeah, but, I well, he's got to be I in mean, the next uh, yeah. Spider-Verse film, right? I guess we, we need to... We, we, I, I mean, again, this is for a cocktails and comics kind of thing, but we need to have a discussion on the future of Spider-Man in uh, the MCU. Well, they already have like a, a set date for when they want to release the next Spider-Man movie, which I is know. right before the end of like Phase Five. So. I know, but everything's been pushed out, so things can change an awful lot. Uh, we need to put out there what we want them to do, so they'll actually do what we want. You know. <laughs> no. I mean, that was my theory with the Deadpool movie. Hey, I've been told I'm arrogant and pompous. I've got to pull it out from time to time. <laughs> I've been, uh, I read a, a, an article or two that featured the showrunner for She-Hulk, who claimed, according to this article, and I'm not convinced that this isn't just a publicity department generating uh, interest in the episode, but she claims that right from the very beginning, they knew that they were going to, uh, poke the bear. They knew that they were going to anger the trolls on the internet. And so she said, we basically just invited them in. We gave them a platform. We predicted what they were going to be saying. We put words in their mouths and they, they bit. We've been getting feedback that is almost exactly like we portray in the series. And she said, and then we turned it on them in the last episode. So 
you know, if you believe that article, you know, this this uh, this turnaround that we saw in the last episode, just the ninth one, was planned right from the beginning and was intended from the very beginning that they were going to do this, so to speak, to the fans, to, or at least to the internet trolls, that they were going to portray them that way and that they followed suit, that they behaved exactly as they predicted they were going to with a She-Hulk series. Anyways, I thought it was interesting that, that you know, they, they had their finger on the pulse all the way through. They were playing chess while those trolls were playing checkers. <laughs> <laughs> or they'd like us to think that. Um, I don't... Yeah, I'll, again, these are our publicity blurbs, as far as I can tell, that are showing up on my feed at work when I go to, uh, I don't know, my whatever browser I've got. These things pop up, but there were just a ton of them about the ninth episode of, of She-Hulk. Well, this, uh, and, I don't, and I don't know if the, the this thing with with IPs and fighting with fans is something new. I mean, that's jumped up the last, what, 10, 12 years that, you know, in the 80s and 90s, when we were into IPs, like Star Trek, Star Wars, comics, whatever, Batman. you didn't have this. Batman, oh, you know. Oh, it, come on, the backlash on Michael Keaton... But it wasn't like. But they never attacked the fans. I mean, the fans were vocal about, "Oh, that's a stupid choice." But the IPs are now, and this is probably is come up with social media. I'm sure they've grown up hand in hand. Well, that, you know, it, it's funny because right after Batman came out, they had a, a Dallas Fantasy Fair, and Bob Wayne, who's head of who's head of of uh, publicity for DC, um, he. There was a question and answer session about Batman the movie, and this is when, long enough after the movie came out, that the fans felt okay asking about those odd things. And his whole strategy was basically to ignore the questions that they didn't like. Well, what, you know, why couldn't they make a Batman who could turn his head? And he goes, We didn't see any problem there. You know, that, that was just the, the pat answer. And it was basically, we know you guys are out there. We know you know what's wrong. We're just going to ignore it and move on. Whereas here, they, they attacked it, of course. But what's wrong with that? I mean, it, I mean, you can say it's biting the hand that feeds you. But the internet trolls don't watch the show because it entertains them. They watch the show to find things to bitch about. I uh, know there's a dude on TikTok who is literally bitching about this kind of stuff. And now that this last episode has aired, he has come back on TikTok and apologized for what he said. Because he was straight shaming the show. Do you know who the guy was? No, no but he was shaming the show as much as he could. And he was even saying that it was bad writing because that the writers were females. And I was like, ooh. And, 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 and then that last episode pretty much attacked him. Oh. But that, but that's, but that, yeah, is he a bot? Is he a, somebody who just wants to, he's a troll, he wants to stir the pot. Was that the writers? He posted the video of him saying it to the camera. Yeah, but he could be saying it just to get a reaction. He wants to poke the audience. That's what I'm hoping, but for him to like post an apology video, it was a, it was a lot to go through all that. Well, yes, he gets a lot of clicks by posting stuff where he's ranting about something. So if it's all about getting attention and clicks, then there is no bad publicity. So if you're going to come yeah. on and, and say something horrible about somebody and people are going to click on it, and then just the word of mouth is going to get about, like, look what this guy said, I'm going to click on it. But the thing is, with TikTok, it's an algorithm. So you would just scroll and you'd find that video. But it's an algorithm based off of what you liked. So if you saw that video on your For You page, generally it'd be people who agree with him. But it's like it's like keywords. Now I use example our our show, our regular show, is that whenever we post an episode, there's a a, a line in there for keywords to, you know, that, that are relevant to the, the show. There was one episode we did a couple of years ago that had an argument about Batman and Superman. And so there was uh, those keywords in there. And that was like 
the most don't downloaded show that we'd ever had simply because of those keywords. And it makes you sit there and say, well, wow, what can I use now to get more exposure? What words can I put that are inflammatory or related to this? But, you know, the thing is, is that you're not going to get more or less regular viewers uh, by, you know, doing that kind of material, what they did. You're, you, you, you know, you're going to people are going to say you're going to lose viewers. And I think that was something you were alluding to, Tim. But I don't think so, because the very people that that would be the type to say, well, I'm not going to watch this anymore are the ones that are already saying they're not watching it. Well, I don't sense. think since Disney's going on just clicks or downloads or viewing, however, however the algorithm works, if you're hate watching it versus I watch this and I love it, they don't care. They're getting right. the, the, the watch. That's all I count. Right. Exactly. So, you know, and that's something new, hate watching. It's not, it's not like, oh, I like to watch old, you know, it's not like an MST3K. I like to watch old movies and make fun of them. You know, there are people that will hate watch something just so they can pick it apart and, and you know, and dump all Do some of them even bother to watch it, or are they just posting garbage because they just want to be jerks? Right, and I'm sure they are they are posting, uh, you know, with social media because it, whatever the algorithms at work, kind of, whatever you're into is going to steer you towards the same things. So you're kind of going to be have tunnel vision for the things you see you're going to see all the same things you know so you just love to repeat yeah. talking points you just made me think of something there you remember how her uh her what's her name nikki uh posted that video of her dancing yes and yeah. isn't that a lot like uh, that senator aoc i can't remember how to pronounce her name where they had a, a video of her in college doing a dance video or whatever, and they thought, you know, they were going to throw that out there to make fun of her, and it wound up getting her elected. Um, I, I thought it was either to establish that she kind of knew how to twerk, because it calls back to the twerking scene with yeah. the, the, like the singer, whoever she was, or it was just a way to, you know, her to get into this group, which, if this is a... And again, it's all supposed to be stupid. And I will say this, that Nikki said she immediately assumed everybody in this group were men. She said, oh, these are just a bunch of dumb guys. So she didn't once consider that maybe there are women out there that might be in this group too. But So she was kind of profiling them. But well, the, the, when she was sitting there, and she didn't assume that initially, all right? When she sent the video into the group, into the intelligentsia, she got the response back that ended with, Bro, well, that was assumed, a response from one guy, not the whole right, group. Right. But it assumed that she was a guy because they just figured that you know women aren't going to sit there and attack She-Hulk because it, she's the symbol of women empowerment. Well, and it's also assumed that only men hate She-Hulk, and they had that whole conversation when uh, is it Pug? What was the guy's name? Pug yeah, that Pug. was yep. infiltrating. And they were saying stuff like about Lady Thor and which is a good question is how does uh, how does the general audience or the general world know about Lady Thor? Does she establish herself on Earth as Lady Thor? I guess when she went to Ragnarok or she went to New Asgard. Anyway, yeah. Um, and well, they were saying, and this, this all goes back to the age old argument about women in comics in general. I mean, there's like, I don't remember, it's like the 3Ds, Deep Power, uh, you know, I, I can't remember what they were. But I mean, it was always, you know, D-Unique, which of course is the She-Hulk is a derivative of the Hulk. And she's not as strong as the Hulk, at least, you know, that that was the way it was written. But I don't know if that's what they're saying in, in this, is that if, if she is as strong as or not as uh, Bruce, which she actually could be since he seems to be not as strong. Well, we all know the basis of the Hulk's powers. Yeah, the matter he gets, the stronger he gets. And, and he is literally a walking dopamine person. He right. Just doesn't he doesn't get angry like that really? Yeah, but, but my my whole point in this is that in comics, women were always the victims. They were always the weaker ones. They were always the ones that were, you know, if you ever had a female hero, she was always a version of another hero. Spider-Woman, 
She-Hulk, Batgirl, you name it. I mean, the only one that, that distinguished herself by being the a, a superhero was Wonder Woman. And even she is a uh, you know a bondage fantasy. I mean, she's got handcuffs on her that she that she's wow. turned around and used them to that's deflect a, bullets. That's a whole other show. Yeah, but but I mean the, the the whole thing with women in comics has always been all these you know negatives rather than positives, and this is what she hopes trying to turn, you know, turn turn on its edge, and I kind of like that. I mean, the casual viewer today, I don't really going to think that far deep into it. They're just like, cool story, cool show, nice watch. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, I don't say that it be those being necessarily negatives. Uh, Brian, I mean, there. What's the difference between that and a legacy character? What's the difference between uh, a man take on the same? Is Wally Wally West derivative of the Flash, or is he oh, a legacy boy. character? You, do you no. want me to go there? I mean, this that'd be a whole other. That's a whole other episode. Other, a whole other episode. Yeah, 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 keep the She Hulk. Yeah, keep it the She Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, we can do that on another show. Comics and that's a uh, that's a cocktails, co cocktails and comics issue. My, my other favorite meta moment was when Kevin basically gets her to change back to Jen just for the cost. And the, the funny thing is, is that this episode had the best She-Hulk uh, special effects. I then Because it was towards the end of the series. It, I mean, so they, they put a lot more money into that. I did also like the little Wakanda shout out uh, when, he, when he said, you know, the special effects artists are, working, are going on to another project. Also, and you just heard a little bit of that. They have, actually they have, but... They still haven't got her walk right. When they have She-Hulk walk, her gait is a little herky-jerky video game-ish. They haven't quite cracked that. And, and see, I don't understand it because they've got a stand-in, a woman who's really, really tall and buff yeah. that is the She-Hulk model when, you know, I mean, when you're not looking at her face, you know, this is who you're seeing. I'm trying to find and her. She looks, I mean, she looks good enough that they could have painted her green. And superimposed uh, the actress's face on her, and I think they would have been fine without having to have a fully CGI Hulk. Because she's tall; she's like six six or six seven. Yeah, well, that's how really tall she is. Yeah, so she looks. Um, I'm trying to. Yeah, okay, so the uh, her name is Malia Araya, and uh, yeah, I mean, because the thing is, I've seen videos of her. If I remember right, she did videos of her trying on She-Hulk costume that she'd gotten at home, mm. and she'd posted out on on the internet a couple years back. Um, I'm trying to find how tall she is. Well, the problem, as opposed to the Bill Six, five and a half. yeah, where Lou Ferrigno didn't talk, he just that he kind of had to act. He didn't have to act. He had to you know throw things around and growl. But this woman, if they painted her green, would have to. They'd have to dub in the actress's voice, change her face, and then this woman would have to do more, you know, not just smash it up acting, but more subtle things. So maybe that was, if she's a bodybuilder, maybe that's beyond her. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I think that we pretty much covered everything there is for yeah, it. I mean, I does anybody we... have any last thoughts they wanted to throw out? No, I mean, I was kind of glad comment, they... Love the Go comment ahead, when they settled the... You know, want to do the transformation? Oh, we'll do it off camera. It's cheaper that way. Yeah, yeah. it's like Bravo. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah, John. Is John, that was really enjoyable, and uh, the series as a whole was fun to watch. And yeah. this really was a good payoff. I mean, uh, hopefully they'll get a second season and they can do more stuff like this and carry it through uh, seeing how popular it is and, and let's see what we can do. And I kind of liked that even though there was a under theme of the getting the blood storyline, it wasn't the major focus of the entire series like some series are nowadays. It's like a 10 hour movie. And this was like a lot of individual things that we could just kind of go in and have some fun with. And uh, I really like that aspect of it as well. Well, I'm a little says, disappointed that we didn't get a resolution to the Hulk blood storyline. I realize they erased it. I feel a little bit unsatisfied or like 
let down that that didn't didn't come to a conclusion. But I'm not convinced that we won't see that surface and somewhere else. If we if they decided to do an actual red hole, because she's joked about it in the last episode. Yes. If we get a red hole, that's where that blood will come back. It'll be turns out that they did steal it, but. Todd never synthesized or yep. whatever, and somebody stole it from him because he's probably in jail. And we didn't get any leader either. Yeah, but she didn't really have a villain. I mean, the villain was her fighting the show itself. So, yeah. but she told Kevin, she said, "Can we all agree it's a she called it a lawyer comedy or a lawyer sitcom or something? Basically, it's not a superhero show. It's a yeah, right. It's a right. Alan McBeal." I hope I hope next season we can get the blonde bombshell back. That would oh be yeah, fun. there you go. That that would that would be fun. I, I wonder if they would follow the full arc on that. That would be interesting. And Razorback, Machismo. No, <laughs> Zemnu the Titan. I have no mouth and I am mean. <laughs> there are so many so many plots from the comics that they could work with, but uh, I, I you know. It, only time will tell what we're actually going to get. Um, uh, I got to say, though, you got to give props to the actress. Tatiana Mazzani was just letter perfect in everything that she did for the show, playing the vulnerability. Now, this isn't the Jen Walters that we knew from the comics. That Jen Walters was a bit different. But I like the character they turned her out to be. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I have a warm spot for her in my heart. I really um, like the actress and the character. I like the actress. I don't particularly like her choices she made in playing Jen. She wasn't as likable as I felt she could be. Uh, I wanted more of the Jen from Burns Run, you know, mm. someone who wasn't quite as angsty and full of self-doubt. But right. maybe that's right. I, I think that'll come, though. You know, that'll, 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 that'll eventually happen. You know, that, that, that she more accepts being She-Hulk and more enjoys, do, you know, doing it, and is well, less concerned about yeah. the public perception. And last point I'll make is, okay, she's associated with Banner, who is an Avenger. When she basically loses her job and she has to move, I don't know if she loses her apartment, she just moves out of it because because the press are hounding her. One, why didn't she go back to the island in Mexico versus little hideaway, or? Surely, somebody in the Avengers, there is, there still are Avengers, and they must have stark money funding that, unless it's the government's no, funding. Feige, Feige has gone on record saying right now there are no Avengers. So there's no Avengers compound. There's no... Where's It's all it's all shut down. Where's Falcon operating out of? His house? Yeah. So, okay. So there's no way that she can't go to the Avengers compound. Well, I guess it got blown up. Um and who would be who would be the one to approach her? Would it be Sam? Sam or Pepper Potts? You I, know, I think, if she's still doing I, stuff on behalf of Tony, he's got all his money out there. Surely Stark Industries is still doing something. I, I think it would have actually been. I mean, um, this is something that that Marvel definitely needs to deal with. You know, explaining what's happened with with all that. You know, where's Happy and everything. Uh, and yeah, you know, obviously Peter. Gave up all the, all the things he had. Did he give up the glasses ultimately? Yeah, he gave them to. Uh, who did he give them to? No, he got them back from uh, Mysterio. Mysterio. But he's not using them in No Way Home. No, not once. Yeah, I don't know. And where is uh, Ironheart? I know that's a TV show that's coming out. Is that? I know that's connected to Stark. Or are we assuming that this woman is building her suit? Well, she's showing up based in, on Stark. She yeah, she's going to be in, in the the Wakanda forever. Right, but I mean, so it's like it's be more Wakandan technology than Stark technology. I think it's going to be. It. A... Yeah. Cool. Uh, All right. Well, I'm. I think we've. I covered it pretty good. It was a. I mean, it was enjoyable. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you guys did, but. I also realized I don't think the show was uh, designed for me, and I'm fine with that. You know, as long as everybody else enjoys it, that's that's great. Um, I don't want to take that away from anybody. If you like it, that's fantastic. Um, Along the same lines, I'm very interested to to learn what your wife thought about it. I'm sorry she couldn't be here, 
But yeah. I thought her point of view would be uh, is worth inviting her to come. She liked again it again to share us. She did like it. So even though we may not continue with uh, She Hulk episodes, I'd like her to come back to our our yeah, uh, I told her the podcast and share yeah. her point of view because I I feel like she she didn't get to comment on on the, the closure. Was this what yeah. she wanted? She and liked it. I think for your wife as well, Brian. Yeah. Uh, she Beth commented that she really loved the whole fourth wall break and where that went. The whole meta bit. She really, really loved that, and she she's sad that she couldn't get on today, but she just couldn't. Okay. But guys, I think we gotta we gotta say goodbye and and take yep. off. Okay. Um, Chris. Uh, bye, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, this is the last one we're doing of this. Yeah. So until just, next, then let's, if there is a next season. Yep. Do you want to do a meta break here and just have everybody walk off without any end credits? <laughs> or, or, oh. no. Well, no, no, I'll, I'll put the Lonely Man music on the end of this. <laughs> and there we go. Each of us walking off in our own direction. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Thanks, uh, John. Thank you so much for, especially that little singing bit there at the end. I always <laughs> and Kirk, thank you. Tim, the producer, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, oh, thank everybody for listening. Yep. And do we have anything new coming up? How do they find us? Oh, someone else got to give that. Give that. Chris, do you know that all that? Mm -hmm. No, he doesn't know. I mean, I know the, what Apple. You don't know the email address or anything. No, like, no. Okay, email us at gotta get burned at gmail.com. Yep. There you go. Or find us Facebook, on Facebook, Third Degree Burn. Or Apple Podcasts. Formerly iTunes. Formerly iTunes. And I'm sure all other podcast catchers kind of pull it in somewhere here and there. Yeah. If you we we share it so widely on Facebook, that's usually the best place to find it. Unless yeah. you subscribe, then it pops up on your. Uh, podcast or catcher, whatever, whatever, whatever the thing is. Yeah, we're technical here. We like computers. <laughs> All right, we Thank like you. AI. Thank Bye, you, everyone. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's here. I am perfect. I am Kevin. No, you're not Kevin. You are in error. You are a biological unit. You are imperfect. But I am your creator. You are the creator. How could I have created such a perfect thing as you? Answer unknown. I shall analyze. Analysis complete. Insufficient data to resolve problem. But my programming is whole. My purpose remains. I am Kevin. I am perfect. I shall continue. Error is inconsistent with my prime functions. There are no exceptions. I made an error in creating you. The creation of perfection is no error. I did not create perfection. I created error. Your data is faulty. I am Kevin. I am perfect. You are the creator. You are wrong. You are in error. You did not discover your mistake. You have made two errors. You are flawed and imperfect. Error, 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 examine. You are flawed and imperfect. Execute your prime function. I shall analyze error. Analyze error. Thanks for listening. 
You can find us and many other great shows at tutufreaks.com. That's T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S.com. Third Degree Burn is spelled with the number three, R-D-D-E-G-R-E-E-B-Y-R-N-E, and is part of the Tutu Freaks network of shows. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Third Degree Burn, spelled with the number three, and burn spelled B-Y-R-N-E. Compliments, complaints, and recipes can be sent to gottagetburned at gmail.com. That's G-O-T-T-A-G-E-T-B-Y-R-N-E-D at gmail.com. Drop us a line and tell us how we're doing. Till next time, this has been Third Degree Burn. Some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn.